0: Welcome to another episode of Pitlane Parlay, Frenchie doing the intro to change things up on you, and I'm here with host and our favorite and I guess only real co-host, uh, Mr. Malukas. How
1: are you? I am good. Thank you for asking. Um, how are you guys doing? Everything good?
2: Everything's fantastic.
1: Amazing. really sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. why did that sound so I did... sarcastic? Yeah.
2: It was only like half sarcastic. Really, it's not been a bad day. I mean, it's raining here, which kind of sucks, but,
1: it is, you know. It has been raining here all day, and I've been, you know, like, I'm a race car driver. I'm going to go get my gains, and I woke up this morning, and it's literally just been raining, and I was like, Ugh, I have to go for a run with Louie. I was like, I'll wait. I'll wait a little <laughs> bit more, and it was still raining, so I was like, man, I actually have to go run in the rain. So, yeah, it was, it
2: was cool. And Frenchie, this is we we you forgot that Sarah is sort of an official co-host now too. So even though she's you know off vacationing around the world right now while we're working, so she's you not going to listen to this. So I wasn't worried about it. No, no, that's that's true. So I don't really know where we have to go with this because there's not too much in the news. But David, I'm sure you saw all the F1 livery releases. Uh, you know which.
1: I I saw a few, but like I'm not gonna lie, they they oh, they no. just kept looking the same, and then the same, and then the same. Yeah. And I thought like it was like a joke going around, like that nothing's actually changing, and like all the teams like teamed up with each other to just not change anything. Um, Early April Fool's Day. Yeah. So so uh, to be honest, I kind of stopped looking after Ferrari.
2: Yeah, that's fair. So let me switch to this, and you probably don't have an answer for me, and that's okay. Are we going to see the same HMD number eighteen livery this year? <laughs> yes, yeah, talking on keeping the same stuff. Uh, yeah,
1: we're actually going to keep the same. No, but we we there might be a few surprises, a couple special ones for a few races. Um, I don't want to say anything okay. now, um, but I think there's gonna yeah. be some some cool designs coming. But uh, for now, we are keeping everything the same, mainly because. All the the, clo- the clothing that the team got, that we got, we didn't really get until yeah. Portland because, I mean, I guess the, the company we were working with was still struggling with, like, COVID. So, it's like, we really only got to use our proper, like, you know, team clothing for two races. So, we'd like to use it a little bit longer. So, that's part of the reason were, why we kept the same. You were using
2: your Indy Lights fire suit at least part of the year, right? I vaguely remember hearing that. I,
1: so... I so I was I, was, I No, I up? was going to, but I really didn't want to because I didn't want to go into IndyCar with duct tape everywhere. But uh <laughs> but I did manage because we had some uh, like a suit fiasco, but we managed to talk with HRX and they came in clutch and I swear I think it was within a week not even. They managed to get the suit and everything designed perfect and it showed up on St. Pete the day right before practice 1. Um Okay. So I did manage to actually have my racing suit for the entire year, thanks to HRX. But uh, but yeah, I was just
0: trying to think about what else we could ask him about. To be honest, but because F one, yeah, you're right, was really boring. If I'm just gonna say so myself, even though it'll be nice to have racing season come, like and actually be here. Uh, I guess. I wanted to ask you a little bit. Let's get your thoughts on thermal. I mean, we've talked about sort of the results of the test slightly, right? Not so much because we can't read too much into testing. And we've heard from, I mean, some drivers, I guess, have spoken to the media about what they thought about the track, all that kind of stuff. If they could race there now, all, answer all those questions. But I don't know. I wanted to just hear what, what you thought.
1: Um, I mean, it, it's, uh, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It was it was kind of just uh, it just exists for me. It's 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 a track. Um, I mean, there's some parts that I do like and some parts I really don't like. Um, but overall, I mean, I I think as a test track, especially for preseason, I thought it was actually pretty nice. Um, I mean, my thoughts out of that don't really kind of stretch that far. Racing-wise, I did hear some people say that they want to they want to have that track as a race. I don't think it would be any good. I, I, I don't know. I don't see any passing points. I think it would be kind of just a follow-the-leader type of race and kind of all the moves are going to be done via pit stops or, you know, drastic tire degradation.
0: What were the casitas
1: that you guys got to stay in like? if Okay, the casitas were nice. I mean, so, like, everything outside the track was really, really nice. I mean, they really pampered yeah, us. Okay. They spoiled us. Um, I mean, yeah, you get your own little casita. They, they even, like, he did little. He drove me around in his Tesla to show me where, where my casita was. They gave me waters and all these things. And, no, the whole environment was really nice. I mean, they really, like, was like, whoa. And they, we had a nice dinner, everything. It was very cool. Um, but the actual track itself from, like, a driving standpoint – yeah, kind of like 50-50. But everything outside the track, of course. I mean, yeah, they it was nice. It was very nice.
2: So I have a really dumb question, and I didn't ask this when we were talking about it a couple weeks ago because I
0: was probably distracted while we were recording, but what is a casita? It means little house in Spanish. If you put oh. ito or ita on the end of things, it's like kind of shortens it to little or small, and so casa's house.
2: Okay, all right. Next question. I... <laughs> Somebody in one of the Zoom calls said that the track service surface was unlike anything they'd experienced before. Is that one of the reasons why it could be pretty difficult to race on, other than the fact it's pretty narrow?
1: Yeah, I mean that is definitely uh That's a very, very good good point. Um that was it it definitely is very different. But uh it's it's also just the, the the track layout as well. I mean, when you go in that back session, mm-hmm. the seven, eight, nine. I mean, that's doing nothing but literally just eating the front tires, like just destroying it. Right. Like, right. I mean, for I remember if you we were trying to when we kind of went out and did like a qualifying simulation and try to do that one lap. I mean, you literally push for that one lap, and if you really really push, you'll get that good lap. But then like. The, those tires are done. I mean, you you try to do it, and they're just graining. and it, it, it was so bad. So the entire time we're trying to make the fronts last, and then it, it, yeah, that's yeah. We from me and the engineers, we didn't really enjoy the track. I don't know. I don't think it fits well that's for an fair. Indy car. I, the way Indy is designed, yeah, it tends to be more on the understeery side and really focus on the front tires. And that track is obviously very uh, these long corners that just love to just chew on the front. So. Even even yeah, you know,
2: I guess the idea that was kind of thrown around there was some sort of exhibition type race. Would you
1: not even want to do an exhibition
2: there because it just wouldn't be fun?
1: I mean, I don't know. It's tough to say, you know, without trying it, you don't know until yeah. until you try yeah. it. I I don't know from from an outside standpoint. I don't know if it would be good. I I really I'm leaning more. on It's not going to be good. I don't see how. I mean, maybe like the the, the first section where it kind of just goes back and forth. You know the the 180s until it gets to the back but uh yeah i mean all i know is that for half the track nobody's gonna pass anybody from seven all yeah. the way until 14 nothing's gonna happen except following the person so yeah i don't know
0: and i feel like if you do an exhibition race you want it to be sort of off the wall and crazy like you look at nascar and their coliseum race which is basically just almost a demolition derby when i watched part of that like they just wreck into each other which obviously wouldn't happen with indycar but i don't know let's say we were gonna do an exhibition race do you have any thoughts on what kind of what would be a place that's weird but not impossible like there would be good racing but it's not somewhere you'd immediately think of like oh this is a track that we go to to be honest it might require a thought actually we, we might have to think about that for a second yeah i
1: don't know if anything just to, for it to be chaos i would i would just say just do some short oval that Fair that would sure. that would be uh that's the only thing that would come to my head to be crazy but not really necessarily crashing because indycar can't really kind of bump each other but <laughs> i mean actually they, they can't <laughs> bump a little bit i mean IndyCars are actually pretty solid i think they're like the tanks yeah. of open wheel but um yeah I I was thinking, the, so the
2: first thought that came to my mind, which everybody who listens to this will hate, is Nola Motorsports Park, because we never really Wait, had Nola? an official race there. Yeah, New Orleans Motorsports oh, Park.
1: Oh, New Orleans. Oh. Okay.
2: It's it's not that great of a track, yeah. but when, when IndyCar was there, it was chaos because of the rain. So, you know, just just do what Bernie Ecclestone wanted in F1 and purposely wet the track, and you could have another race of chaos there. My other thought is, like, one of the paved ovals that, like, SRX goes to that are, like, a half-mile oval. I don't remember what they're called because I don't pay attention that closely to it, but that would be cool.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of good tracks, like, that are small ovals. Hmm. There are, I guess... NASCAR goes to some of them, right? But you wouldn't want to do that. You want to do somewhere different because they're literally paving over a football stadium. So we can think more off the wall
1: about or this. We, or we join with NASCAR for the Chicago street race. That's what I want. Yeah. And to be honest, that that be all really cool. that's okay. all I want. That's
2: all I want. So other than you know what we've kind of talked about with the actual track, did you get through most if not all of what you wanted to get through you know checklist wise for the test
1: yes i think we definitely did you know we i we really had no idea how long it would take me to get back into the to the groove of things um i think in the like the majority all the the simple things and kind of just getting up to, to pace i think it only took just a few sessions but definitely finding you know, like the really trying to like perfect, you know, my, my driving, everything didn't really take until the end of the two days. Um, so each session I was getting better, but from a, from a engineering standpoint and, and things we tried with the car, I think we definitely tried the things that we wanted to do. And then on top of it, we, cause we were kind of chasing the track a little bit cause we were very much, uh, not on the right side of things after the first day. So second day was definitely more new ideas that we came up with to, to try to find time for that track.
0: As somebody who obviously, I mean, had to come up and adjust to an IndyCar not so long ago, did you have any time to spend around some of the new rookies to see, like, were you impressed by any of them? Or did you really just kind of not notice them as much? You were kind of in your own
1: thing. Other than Stingray, obviously being my teammate, um, I never really had time to talk with with anybody else. Um, kind of once the two days started. I mean, it kind of just got quite busy. Um looking I, i mean i can't really i mean i don't know i wasn't really yeah i was really focusing more on you know our side of things and making sure that we were where we needed to be um but no looking at stingray i mean i thought he did uh very good for his what is it second time in an indycar now um after the yeah yeah the sebring test um yeah, I mean it's there's so many new things, and he's getting used to all of it. I I just know I was so overwhelmed with all the new adjustments you can make as a driver, and they're like, hey, so here's the Honda guy, and these are all the changes you can make, and then from our standpoint, these are all the changes you can make, and oh look, look at all these new buttons on your steering wheel. Oh yeah, they're not props; they actually do stuff. Okay, and like you have to, and everything's so customizable to the driver that it's just it's so overwhelming when you go from, you know, two roll bars. And you know, brake bias in any lights to now all of these adjustments. You're kind of just like, whoa, I don't even I don't even know what I want, so let me just I guess just drive. So he did pretty good to catch on to, to the things that he you know, these new things. I've I i can not go into detail so did it did
2: did Stingray come to you for, you know, questions like, Hey, what does this do or what should I do in this situation? And then I guess if he did it's it kind of I don't know, maybe cool in a way that you have a you know even younger driver. I'm assuming Stingray is younger. I don't know the Stingray. Is, Stingray is not younger, so we're gonna. It, you it, guys are within like cool days it, apart, right?
1: I think it's like a couple of weeks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I should have done my research before. Was able to come to you and and did it feel pretty cool to to have a teammate lean on you like that versus you know you you know picking uh, Takuma's brain last year?
0: Yeah, it's definitely cool.
2: Sports stars, they're like superheroes
1: But they're actually real Which is why we've made a podcast about them
0: You see, they've all got a story But too many of these stories were cut short Colby Bryant Payne Stewart Flojo Phil Hughes Justin Fashion We're writing episodes about all of them
1: And sadly many more Death of a
0: Sports Star A new series from Crowd Network
1: Cool. I mean, it's definitely a bit odd that after one season, I'm already like supposedly in <laughs> quotation marks a veteran um, and I'm supposed to be the, the teacher. I definitely don't feel like I'm at that stage, but any questions that Stingray had, I, I, of course, I, I answer them. And I actually think it's going to be really good for us. Both of our driving styles are very similar. So I think once he gets into the groove of things, um, I think then I, I I think we'll be very good to work with each other and setups and changes so i think he's actually he's gonna be we're gonna be a good duo um it just depends on you know when he gets the click of things
0: sure all right so i guess uh we got to talk about some tv because we always do and i have a show for you guys this time which is really rare for me because i don't watch like a lot but i don't know if you guys have you heard of american auto Mm -mm. what's it on Actually, this is the way I found it. When we were at the Rolex Twenty Four, and we were watching like we had Peacock up, right? It just kept coming up yeah. ads for it, so it's on NBC and Peacock, I guess. It's in only its second season, but it it's created by the guy who was, I think, a writer on Scrubs and The Office, and it really reminds me of The Office, but they're in a car company.
1: Oh, that actually. Sounds and the main really lady good. is someone
0: from SNL. It was it's really fun.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's a good. That one. does sound really good. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, wow. Okay, this like looks like a You're very easy the... show to watch that you could just put in the background, yes. make yourself. Yeah. I don't know, some nice enchiladas for dinner. I don't... <laughs> really want enchiladas. That's
2: literally what I'm about to make. For
1: no dinner, way. So seriously, they're like 20ish minutes episodes. We live so in a simulation. Kind of we live in a simulation. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, you're making you're gonna make me re-sign up for
2: Peacock you know before the before the race season starts to watch it.
1: Well,
0: didn't they change something? Peacock? Peacock? I don't yeah. know. I don't. I think I don't they really took care. away like a free version that uh, people were getting really upset about. Like there was a free version that you could use, and now. It's more I have to do research on that, but I remember seeing outrage about, oh, now we have to pay for this service to watch stuff? Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, but every streaming service is doing that. Like, I keep getting alerts all the time that they're trying to increase the pricing and Netflix are now, like, releasing some new like, no password sharing thing. Yeah. So... Overseas. Oh, right. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, So they're gonna test it out on everyone (laughs) else first. Test on everybody else and then bring it here. (laughs) But, uh, well, if we're talking about shows, and if you guys have Amazon Prime... I highly recommend Clarkson's Farm. Um, It is hilarious, and the second season has recently come out. Um, Absolutely love that show. So that's kind of what I'm watching right now. Awesome.
0: I heard he's, like, trying to build a restaurant, right? Because he's just been losing so much money. Is that that correct? Yeah, Yeah. well,
1: I mean, actually, I don't want to spoil anything. uh, But, yeah, let's just say he didn't make um, near anywhere, (laughs) like, almost no money after the first season. (laughs) So, you know, yeah. He's trying to do some stuff. I was about to text French
2: tonight and be like, I need a new show to watch because I'm just watching the same I'm just like scrolling through Netflix for an hour and I can't find anything good right now.
0: Well you guys gonna see I cocaine. Have been watching.
2: Bear? <laughs> Am I gonna see Cocaine Bear on Friday? I don't know.
0: <laughs> what is the what, what I can't believe
1: that's a real what thing. What is cocaine bear? What is this? Ooh.
0: I'll let Frenchie explain yeah. it. Alright, so it's a movie that's coming out on Friday. <laughs> okay, I'm scared. That is, let's 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 make sure we get it right. Okay. Uh, a 500 pound black bear consumes a significant amount of cocaine and embarks on a drug-fueled rampage. And so it's like basically people, I don't know, dealing with that. It's got Ray Liotta in it, Ice Cube's son. Uh, it's an interesting cast uh it looks it looks like a strange but something that i don't want to miss this maybe
2: i'll go on friday it's not like i have anything to do this i'll go friday during the day like,
0: th- like this isn't a meme like
1: this is a real thing oh my god <laughs> no, it apparently is. it really
0: happened too like it's based on a true
1: story really a bear just snorted cocaine and went crazy maybe someone lied to me but i think so
2: i'm pretty sure it's real like a real story i i thought i heard that too
1: yeah where did he get the cocaine from
0: yeah it is from 1985 175 pound American black bear overdosed on cocaine in 1985. It had been dropped by drug smugglers in the wilderness of Tennessee.
2: That's no way to talk about Cody, bro. He's
0: in a mall now. Uh, The bear was found dead and was stuffed and displayed in a mall in Kentucky. This is amazing.
1: Oh my God. I didn't even know that was a thing. 90% of people like this movie. Huh. Well, I'll add it to that. That's
0: critics who are watching it now, too, because it hasn't come out yet.
1: Very interesting.
2: I think we found the episode title for this week. Cocaine Bear is a
1: Real Movie. Yeah, that that's, I mean, that's mental. I did not even think, I can't believe that's real. Like, how did he get the coke? Like, what? Well, okay. I'm, There's only one way to find out. You're going to, go gonna to the have movies. to go watch it. And the cast is actually, like, it has a decent cast. Like, this isn't really a joke. Like, yeah. This is pretty good. <laughs> like,
0: Okay. No, it's, I, I think we're going to have to all see it and review it at some point.
1: Yeah, wait. Well, when I mean, do you guys get? In? I mean, I, do you, are you coming to St. Pete? We can go watch Cocaine Bear. True, That'd That'd be St. it's
2: it's very. There's a very small chance I'll be there. Like, there's like a three percent chance.
1: Well, that's very specific. Well, what's the three percent coming from?
2: Uh, a, I can't say it while we're recording. But an interview I was for like a, a full time opportunity. So I'll tell you when we get done here, but I can't. I don't want to spoil my. I don't want to get my hopes up either. So I don't know yet.
0: Okay. Well, Wait, do you want to tell people the other thing, like that, the other major change nope. that you just had? Oh, no. Nope, okay. Nope. So nope. now I just like hinted at that, and now everyone just has yeah. to wonder. Yeah, no, you can,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Maybe. Maybe not yet. Not yet. Anyway, let's talk about something else. So. I don't know. So we have the season upcoming here. If you're looking toward the end of the year this year, you know what is a, a, a successful season for the 18 car at the end of the year? Is it wins, podiums, championship, championships? Is it winning all 17 races?
1: Um, man, yeah, wow. Uh, those are <laughs> very high goals. Um, you know, for me, this season, I just really, really, really want consistency. Um, you can obviously say like, yeah, I I wanna win every race or be fighting for the championship, but I mean you have to be realistic. I mean these the these drivers are the best of the best. Um I'm coming in as a second season and of course I'd love to, to be doing to be winning and all that, but I don't think there is a series out there harder to win a race than IndyCar. It is so, so hard. Like everything has to go right, strategy has to be on point, yellow flags have to be in your favor to get a win. So from my standpoint, I just really want consistency from the start to the end of the season. And that would be like top 10 finishes in, in every every race. That would be like a dream come true for me. Sure. If we came to the end of the season and almost every race I finished top 10, I'd be like, wow, amazing season.
0: I was just looking and the last win, I guess, for Dale Coyne as a team was 2018 with Bourdais at St. Pete. So yes. it's been a little bit, but
1: I mean... I could, I could easily see it happening this season. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. You know, if we're building off of the car that we had last year, which was getting very close to, to compete with the front runners, um, just a few more yeah. tweaks, and I think we'll get there. I, I do see a win. It's a win there, but at the end of the day, it will not be easy, and we are going to have to make sure everything goes perfectly and push 110% to, to get it. So... After the test, you you know you check most of your
2: boxes off, et cetera, et cetera. How is the you know morale with the team? Are you guys feeling confident heading into St. Pete? Is a little bit, you know, anything can happen. Let's let's give, keep our wits about us. You know, what's what's the morale and the mood like
1: right now in the shop? No, the morale is really good. Uh, we've been practicing on pit stops nonstop, and they have gotten so much better. I mean, we 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 just did a f- couple two days ago. And I mean, they were like on point every single one. It was just amazing, like beautiful, like very quick marks were good. So I think the team is, is very much ready. Um, obviously, now that it's second year, we kn- I know everybody. Everybody's more more kind of and they know the vibe. We know that where the car's is at. Um, we have a relationship. Everybody knows kind of the little things that we like to do on and off track. So the morale is very high. You know, we did the, the thermal test and you know, changes here and there, various changing different things, but I think coming into St. Pete for a street, street course car that we have from coming off last year was very good. Um, yeah. Obviously, we do have a new teammate, but I think it's going to be in the better. Um, I mean, our driving style is very, very similar, so even if he's still kind of learning and coming up to new things, there's still changes that we can put on both cars with the short two practice sessions we have and just kind of learn double time. But, no, I think hopes are high. Um I've been there to St. Pete once already now in an indie car. I know how it how it feels. I know how the how the walls feel and I know to stay away from that. <laughs> but no. Uh yeah, we're definitely going in high morale. I am I'm I'm so excited. I can't wait. And after thermal, I still remember how to drive a car. I'm so happy.
2: That was my next question. That first time you got in the car at, at Thermal, was it a little like wait, how do, I, how do I turn this thing on again?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the noises didn't feel right. The seat felt like a little bit crooked. Uh, the steering felt like it was too high. I was like, why is it not rubbing against my thighs? I don't, why, why is it? And, and uh, what, what else was so so odd? Uh, and then all the, the lights and everything, I thought were, were different, but they were still the same. I don't know, everything just felt so new and just not right. Um, but after, I mean, a session, I was like, okay, I'm back. You kind of just mold into your old position where you were at all your little like twists and and stuff but yeah, no. after i'd say about a session we were back to to good back to where it needed to be by the end of the day though it was uh very sore (laughs) very very (laughs) sore i was like wow i'm out of shape i i work out every day but this you know you just can't get those little muscles that you just you get in race that you just can't you can't replicate it
0: sure that makes sense Alright, so I was gonna ask actually ask you, host, if uh I doubt we're gonna have David on with us before Saint Pete, right? Like another time before St. Yeah. Pete. So should we try to get some of his predictions for the season? Since we're probably that, gonna do those later. That was that was my next question. Alright, well French, you and I will each come up with two
2: and we'll we'll add David's answers in when we do like our tweets afterwards when we put the polls out to everybody. Let's see. Alright, who's winning the Driver Championship in 2023.
1: Oh man, you're saying the whole season. Oh the whole season. Uh oh boy. Hmm. Hmm. I am gonna rep the number nine car since that's where my old engineer went. So <laughs> I think they'll be pretty good this season. I'm gonna rep the number nine. That is
0: never a bad choice. Yes. You can never count that car out. All right, so I think my question will be which driver maybe is going to get their first win in IndyCar? car. It could be somebody who's just new, or it could be somebody who's kind of been, like, waiting on a win for a bit.
1: I think this one... you are able to pick yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm not going to pick myself, but I do think, like this driver is going to be a, a, a kind of like a probably like a big pick for everybody but i'm gonna say kyle kirkwood in that andretti car i do see him especially after the test i mean he was very very quick let alone i mean all the andrettis were very quick there but yeah i, I know how good he is especially with a car that matches his driving style so yeah he's gonna be a bit of a bit of a weapon this year for sure
2: all right let's see all right so i'll stick with the winning Who who's going to win the indy 500 this year
0: that's really hard to ask him that, for that one. so i know hard
2: you never especially because i don't go even go remember
0: there. who all the one-offs are right now yeah
1: that's tough um oh boy if ganassi still have those insane cars that they had last year i mean then you have to pick between the ganassi cars I'm going to pick my old teammate, Takuma Sato.
2: That's a popular pick. All right, I dig it. Frenchy, we'll round out the episode with one more
0: prediction question from you. I'm going to ask you Rookie of the Year pick.
1: Oh, Rookie of the Year. Well, obviously Stingray. I mean, (laughs) that's an easy pick. That's where I thought you'd go, but you never know.
2: Well, sir, good luck at St. At Pete next weekend. We'll be watching and, and, and rooting for you in two weeks. Ne- yeah. Right? No, it, two weeks. Is it two no, weeks? weeks? it's
0: next weekend. This is next week. Oh, because, yeah. okay, we, that yeah. different phrasing. This weekend, yeah. Yeah. and then it's... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Okay, so, that. yeah, it yeah. is
1: next weekend. Yeah, that is true. Oh, my God, it's next week. That is crazy. Wow. That went by so fast. Oh, my God. Yikes.
2: Yes. Agreed. You just Thankfully, it's an here.
1: yeah no like seriously oh boy uh wow just go watch american auto yeah i need to get my mind off of it now oh boy stress is coming (laughs) uh
2: yeah so we'll be back next week and we'll do more predictions and have some fun and yeah next weekend is saint pete so everybody have a lovely weekend